0: Recording, podheads, welcome back. It's D and C in 23. I'm Dave. I've got Alex with me. We're beginning to some solo shows coming up soon, but for now, you got us both. Alex, welcome. Let's dive in. Hear what you thought. We're going to recap last night's show, recap what's next, and play a little game called Estimated Profits. So let's get into it. Last night's show was the second and final night at this little. Two night run at the Kia Forum, also known as the Forum, in Inglewood, California. It's Dead and Company's sixth time and last time playing at the venue. First was all the way back on December thirtieth, two thousand fifteen. The most recent was two days ago, tour opener, May nineteenth. Um, we poked around and learned from some of our boots on the ground that John Mayer's T-shirt was in demand. <laughs> all the comments on the internet loving his like olive green t-shirt with the steely logo on the chest. Um, I know he usually wears like the new tour merch pretty often, but one of the comments was that they didn't see that shirt at the, the merch tent. Maybe it got all sold out because everyone loved it, but the internet's general consensus is mayor's t-shirt was, was hot last night.
1: So it's interesting that you and I, we were at the tour opener 2 years ago and do you remember he was wearing that like Dead & Company road crew shirt? Yeah, it was like fir- first in last out Dead & Company road <laughs> crew 2021. And then last year in LA he was wearing um a p- piece of their merch that they sold. It was the really cool design with like the bear's face like facing forward and then there were like the dancing skeletons below it. And it had the name of the state that they were in. So it said California, but I bought one in Colorado that says Colorado. There's one in the Connecticut show that I went to that said Connecticut. They they had it for all the states that they were in. It was kind of like a theme. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't see that olive green one when I saw pictures of the merch tables, but um I do know that he likes to rep their gear. And also he designs a lot of clothing. Like he designed the the shirt last year that he was wearing. Um, so I, th- I'm not sure how many people know that, that he also plays a role in kind of their merch design, but I think that that's kind of cool. And that he's then kind of repping his own designs. I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's um, super cool. Another note that I got from my boots on the ground, uh, someone messaged me during the first set and said, and then I texted you about it and we were both like, yeah, this is totally true was Bob's tone. The tone on his guitar had completely changed from night one to night two, and definitely for the better. Much improved. Yeah. Yeah. Night one, you know, we're not a negative podcast here. We're not going to be in the muckraking business, <laughs> but his tone was pretty harsh night one. And it was a welcomed, welcomed sound that it was much warmer um, and more pleasant last night.
0: Yeah. It went from, it went from very like high pitched and jarring mm-hmm. to more warm and inviting um, yes. last night, which, which was definitely for the better. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, and it, did that tone on these songs that we're going to talk about in the set yeah, list. Let's get set, into it. Set one. So I saw both on Twitter and on the like official dead and company website that they were like, Hey, you know, get to get to the forum early. Cause they're going on right. Like show starts at seven and set one started at seven 26 uh, local time. So I think that was just a, just a bunch of noise. I'll tell um, you what I
1: think it was. So, I've been to the show that I went to in Hartford last year. It showtime was at seven o'clock and they were on stage at like seven oh three. Like they were on immediately. Mm. And I, I think that they might have been planning to do something like that. And then the realities of the forum and the heightened security that is, you know, attendant in LA hit them and they were like, There's not enough people in here. We need to wait a little bit. That's my speculation. So it's, I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's a good call by them. Get more people in yeah. to enjoy. The Bertha opener, Bertha right into Good Lovin', Mm. Brown-Eyed Woman, Jack Straw, High Time, Mr. Charlie, and then Birdsong going into Don't Ease Me In. That was set one, concluded around 8.45 local time. The Bertha was free on that set one preview, and the Bertha was a a little slower, but it was quite good. What would you think of Bertha?
1: I liked it a lot. I also love when they played into Good Lovin' yeah they were like starting to wind well what i perceived them to be winding down the bertha and i was like man i would love that and then they started doing that and i was Mm -hmm. like oh nice let's go (laughs) (laughs) i think that that's my favorite place for them to go with bertha um when they open the the show with that um and then my real favorite place for them to go was next brown eyed women which oh yeah you and I have talked about it many times off mic. I think we both agree on this that Brown Eyed Women and Althea are the two songs that Mayer has the most like put his stamp on and that Dead and Co. plays. Like those are the songs that I think they play the best. Like they play a lot of songs really, really well. But as far as if there was ever going to be a situation where someone was like, Hey, you need to pick one song that you can find me a Dead and Company version that's better than a Grateful Dead version, my mind would immediately go to like, okay, well, the Brown-Eyed Women in Raleigh 2021, you know, there's some really good Altheas. There's one at City Field in 2019, um, the one at City Field that you saw last year, that yep. that would be where I would go because I think that they just nailed those songs and this Brown-Eyed Women was no exception.
0: Nice. I'm excited to talk most about a song that I love and I wasn't able to stay up for, Mr. Charlie.
1: Well, let me get there in one sec. One more note about Brown-Eyed Women. Something that makes it so great is Cometi.
0: Oh you know, yeah. Oh, you and yeah. I have
1: we've seen it many times. He just crushes this song and his soloing was so, so good in this Brown Eyed Women. He was great all song, but there was this moment. Um, and you'll you'll hear it on the replay where you heard it if you were there last night, where they like really wound down the tempo, like way, way, way down, slowed it down, made it quiet, and then Kementi came roaring back with like ferocious keys. And then they had this really big kind of last flourish before the last verse. It was just amazing. So that was awesome. Um high time, just gotta give a shout out because they let O'Teal sing. Love it when that happens. Oh yeah. Um and then Mr. Charlie. So <laughs> this really cracks me up because I was in the Reddit uh live thread while this was happening. I was really multitasking because the Nuggets, um, my beloved Nuggets were also playing. Mm-hmm. Um, also in LA against the Lakers, where they took a three-nothing lead in their series. Feels good, but someone as soon as Mr. Charlie started this comment from a user named Stewie Cal shout out to you said and I quote guys alligator instead what is so hard about this (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he really wanted them to play alligator and he thought that um, if you're going to play a late 60s pig pen song just give us alligator instead Co has never played alligator but maybe this is the summer but uh, Mr. Charlie, it was a really good version. Mayor kept going to this like little descending riff repeatedly at the end of the second time through the chorus that sounded great, and then his solo right afterward was just tremendous. A lot of Garcia energy with a a bead string of notes, just so many notes that he was stringing together. It was a really good performance. I think that when you get to listen to it, you're gonna you're gonna be a fan.
0: All right, I love it. Um, the the one thing that I wanna comment on from these first few songs, um, because I was able to watch the Bertha, and you talked a little bit about, you know, Kementi and his souling before in Brown Eyed Woman. The bromance that he has with John Mayer is so real. And there's a <laughs> moment in the Bertha video where he like Kamenti had to like adjust something like on the control panel of the key. Like his head went below the keyboard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, huh, that's weird. Then he comes back up. He looked over at Mayor. They they did something. They both started laughing, and then the piano solo for for Bertha, and the two of them are just having a grand old time. So I just wanted to <laughs> to bring that up. Um, and then what? I mean, do you have anything on the bird song to Donnie's?
1: Yes, I do. So the. Birdsong intro was wild. They took like three minutes to get into it. And my I was taking mm-hmm. notes while it was happening. And I was like, Birdsong? Darkstar? What is this? Um, it was like this very delicate, spacey intro, and then it started to turn jazzy. Then Bob started taking them in a different direction, which was kind of interesting. And then mm-hmm. Mayer started taking them in another direction. And then they got into like the birdsong um theme. Uh it was just a great intro. And then just some really good moments during it. There was they you know they do that like really dramatic pause um with the i'll show you snow and rain they i think that they usually take uh like a full like four measures i think they took like eight last night like they oh. really let it linger um and so then the snow and rain came in it was pretty triumphant kementi after the da 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 kementi just mm-hmm. like twinkled us out into outer space and then O'Teal started with this very persistent baseline that was like, felt much more purposeful. He was driving us in a specific direction. And then Mayor and Bobby started to kind of heat up alongside him. It was just a really, really good version. And I, I noted, I think I picked up on some of the other one themes, uh, which I did because that would come <laughs> later on tonight. Um, and then it went into a, a nice, fun, bouncy, don't ease me in to close out the first set. And then I watched the um, dead air, like halftime interview with O'Teal and then went to bed before the second set so I don't have any notes on the second set but why don't you let us know what this tremendous second set set list looked like yeah
0: so I'm gonna read it and then I'm gonna reread it because <laughs> just in case you're not you're you might have think you've heard me wrong but okay. it's it's that great. so at about 9 30 local time they come up with and this is all uh one jam goes into, it's all one yeah. big long jam yep Althea. The other one, Lady with a Fan, which Dead & Company does this, they parse out Terrapin Station into like the first half. They call it Lady with a Fan.
1: Yeah, we can just call it Terrapin, though. You're right.
0: Right. Into Terrapin proper, I guess. Back into the other one, into Drums, then Space, Stella Blue, Help on the Way, Slipknot, Franklin's Tower. Althea... Another one sandwich with Terrapin in the middle, drum space, Stella Blue, and then a help slip Frank to end it. Wow. That's, wow. If you were in the forum last night, you got a treat for set two.
1: Yes, you did. I mean, that's as good as it gets. I don't know what more there is to say. I'm really excited to listen to this set of music and and hear how it sounded.
0: Me too. I can (laughs) kind of, in my head, picture how they went out of Terrapin into the other one. Mm Mm-hmm. But going from the other one into Terrapin, I'm, I'm very curious to see how they did that. And then just, I just want to hear the crowd's reaction when like late in set two, what could be coming after Stella. And then just those, a-do, a-do, the help on the way notes. I can't wait to hear the roar of the crowd.
1: So good. I love that they do that. This is probably the third or fourth time that they've played help on the way post drums in space.
0: Yeah. Um, the first was in Chicago a couple of years ago and that, yep rightfully so blew people's minds and then it's something they've like yeah touched on maybe once a tour since so it's
1: so fun though because you're you're so right it's not what you're expecting at all after stella blue you're expecting like okay maybe we're gonna get a maybe a one more saturday night which we did not get this saturday night or you know sugar mag and instead it's like are they gonna go into like another 20 minute long jam right now with the help (laughs) slip frank so that was awesome and then uh, an encore of broke down palace which is always good always a, a nice tender way to send people home
0: right um and saying thee well to their um california portion of the tour for now they will go for back now. um yeah very strange that there wasn't a one more saturday night um encore yes. if you played along with estimated profits and you were one of the many many people who guessed one more saturday night yeah. sorry um struck out there mm-hmm. um and speaking of, let's roll into, well, I guess let's talk about where they're playing the next show before yeah. we play. Sorry, I'm just too amped up to play <laughs> estimated profits. I get so pumped. Um, but taking a half step back, let's talk. Anything more on set two before we talk about what's next?
1: No, um, let's let's dive into it.
0: Dive in. So the next show is going to be Tuesday. That's Tuesday, May 23rd. At the Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater in Phoenix, Arizona. So the last time that Dent and Company played there was two years ago in October 2021. It was called the Ak-Chin Pavilion, but those are the same thing, just, just renamed. Um, and yeah, a little, a little Phoenix show. I don't know anything about the state of Arizona. I don't know how <laughs> heady of a spot that is. It's but- pretty heady, man. Let me tell you.
1: And yeah, I, I know
0: you've spent some time there so tell me about it
1: yeah my in-laws uh, spend about half their time in Tucson Arizona and I've been to Phoenix a couple times um, as well by myself there's a good a good base of heady people Arizona is an interesting state um there's you know politically you can see because it's a real battleground state now like there are people right. who are very a very different mindsets and um so you know that's always kind of an interesting ground obviously deadheads come in all shapes and sizes across the political spectrum, across the whatever spectrum you look at, um, but I, they usually get pretty good crowds in Phoenix, although I will say the resale market for this show, I was looking at it the other day, is the tickets are way cheaper than other places, so they might hey. not have sold all that well in this one, but that's good news if you live in Arizona and you want to go catch the show because you can get lawn seats for like 35 bucks, um compared to Dave and I looking at tickets for Atlanta right now, which we're still trying to find, and it's like 150 Yeah. So Um, good place to be. But I digress, Dave. It's your pick first for today's estimated profits. Let me give a quick update first. Last night, we had 40 entrants. Great turnout Um, again. Nice job,
0: guys. Nice um, job.
1: 18 of us, including both of us, were shut out completely. (laughs) Went 0 for 2. 19 people got one and only three people got two, including our Instagram follower, at Grandpa Chad. He hit both. He hit one on Friday night, and he is, believe it or not, in the lead.
0: Hey, as of right Grandpa now Chad, with
1: three nice. correct. What does that mean? It means it's anyone's game, folks. Yeah, it Take, means you have
0: a good night in Arizona, and you and are you're right back up in at it. the top of the leaderboard. Leader you board. are yeah. in it.
1: So, with that being said, Dave, you've got the first pick. What are you taking number one in this estimated profits draft?
0: I do have the first pick, and I think one of the songs they are going to play in Phoenix is going to be and Alex Texera favorite Uncle John's band.
1: Dave, you son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) I just think they're due for it. And I mean, it's a good spot to do it. So Uncle Johnny's is going to be one of my two. And then you told me before we went on mic, you only had two songs picked. So I'll let you verbalize your thought process as you try to scrounge up a second song.
1: I was going all in on the playing in uncle John's combo. I was going to take playing in the band and uncle John's band. And I was going to be thrilled with that Dave, but you came (laughs) in and really interrupted this entire process. So if I can't have uncle John's band, what I'm going to take is friend of the devil and I'm going to stick, stick with my guns. I'm going to take playing in the band. So give me, give me two early seventies, great songs playing in the band and give me friend of the devil and now you tell us what what do you have second? What's your what's your next pick?
0: What I have second is I don't think a song they have played yet this year. Uh,
1: West LA Fade Away. <laughs> it's,
0: it's not <laughs> West LA Fade Away. Although you saw I'm how surprised you haven't kept tripling down on West LA. Yeah. I thought
1: about it, but no.
0: I'm gonna go with a song that I think Bob is kind of itching to bust out. And I think they're gonna play Cassidy. Love it. That's a great uh, pick thank you
1: a lot of people picked that last night and i was like this is gr- yeah of course it's a like great,
0: yeah and uh no they've been they've been really um they've been really trying to mess with some some estimated profits players they this, are this tour so far
1: and hey i respect it if you're listening to us matt bush keep doing it keep getting <laughs> weird with these set
0: lists we love it yeah i would rather go over and have just crazy great wild set lists than uh than win this thing but Definitely. speaking of winning this thing if you end this tour with a higher score than either alex or myself um you're gonna win some stuff um you can get a little little swag pack of uh working both working Man's pod material and then stuff that alex and i find it shakedown at the various shows that we're gonna go to along the way so Drop us a note on Twitter at working man's pod Instagram. It's man's underscore pod. I have noticed anecdotally, the most correct guesses are coming from Instagram DMs. That's true. So if you follow us both on Twitter and Insta and you've had a rough start and you wanna, you wanna shake it up, mix up that juju, maybe maybe send us a message on Insta instead of Twitter. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um send us an if email. You don't, that works too. Yeah. If you don't have either, email us at workingmanspod at gmail.com. Um and then you'll be eligible to play Estimated Profits with us. And again, if you're a little late to DNC in 23 and you're thinking, oh, man, I, I didn't start that in L.A., don't worry. Again, The person in first place only has three points, so you are not too far behind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And anything else you want to discuss about these two shows in L.A., last night's show specifically?
1: No, Dave, I'm excited for the next show on Tuesday night in Phoenix and for your episode about it, right? You're going to go solo for that one.
0: I'm going to go solo for that one. And then, and then I guess we should maybe talk about just looking a little bit more into the future. You and I are going to the Atlanta show, both of us. So you will definitely get for the first time ever, both of us in the same table live on the same mic. Um, Yeah. For the Atlanta show. We're still talking about what we're gonna do for the Dallas show that precedes it on mm-hmm. uh on Friday. Um to yeah, we'll see fig- if we record that together or not. We'll figure um, that right part out though. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm I'm very excited to record with you. I'm a little nervous that um you're gonna be there for 30 seconds and see how much like tapping and fidgeting goes on like under the table with my mic on <laughs> mute, and you're just gonna get so sick of it. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> And that'll do it for this episode of DNC in 23 with WP. Again, we'll be back on Wednesday, the 24th, to talk about the Tuesday, the 23rd concert from Phoenix, Arizona. Go if you can. Again, tickets are cheap. Go if you're on the fence. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, remember our love for you will not fade away.